This episode of The Startup Life is tucked in nice and tight by Philip Stein and the Philip Stein Sleep Bracelet. Startup Nation, getting quality sleep is super important, especially for those of us as entrepreneurs. I know for me, if I don't get enough quality sleep, not only do I not perform well while working in my business or exercising, but also it really affects my mental health and that doubt starts to creep in. And that's the last thing we want as entrepreneurs. Also, with everything going on, good quality sleep is important to repair the body and support a good immune system. And that is why Startup Nation, I wear the Philips Stein Sleep Bracelet. The Philips Stein Sleep Bracelet uses natural frequency technology to reinforce our biomagnetic field to improve deep sleep, length of sleep, and overall sleep quality. This helps produce a healthier heart, regulate weight control, and helps strengthen the immune system, which helps destroy bacteria and viruses. Right now, when you go to philipstein.com, use code SLEEPEZ, and you will get 10% off the entire store. That's promo code SLEEP, capital E, capital Z. So if you are ready to be more productive in leading your business, go with the Philip Stein Sleep Bracelet, proven to be natural and safe to give you a better, deeper sleep. Hey, Startup Nation. So clearly, if you're listening to this, we ran out of time on radio and we don't like to make our radio partners upset with us. But we still want to give you that extra content. So that bonus content of the Startup Life begins now. I hear that. I hear that. Thank you for sharing that. One of the key takeaways I wanted to point out to you, Startup Nation, as you dive on your path to entrepreneurship, what Rich said earlier, quote, what consumers like, they do more of, end quote. Make sure you put that in your entrepreneurial toolkit. And also, Rich, man, I want to tell you, man, get off my computer, man, because I actually had the businesswire.com article about your partnership uh, with, with uh, Choice Market uh, Partners there. I was going to ask you about that, but you beat me to it, so I appreciate uh, that help, that assist, if you will, for sure. Let me ask you this, man, because I want to, you know, last question I want to talk, you know, ask you about flow water before we continue, because I want to get a sense of your idea of building a culture, if you will. So I went to your LinkedIn page, right, and I saw uh, that you had somebody who used to work for you. I think he maybe just recently left, Kyle Grogan, and he left like this very nice note talking about you and flow water and stuff like that and, and, you know uh, many people you know leave you know companies and stuff like that for you know a myriad of reasons right but you very rarely see somebody who takes the time I to, to write a note publicly to say thank you for the opportunity thank you for the times I learned a lot this that, and the other uh, and you were gracious to say hey, you know wish you well on your endeavors and stuff like that you know that's to me startup nation speaks to a culture of just because somebody leaves, I mean, you still want to have them, you know, in good graces. You're you're still uh, setting them up success for success, even if that success is even with you moving forward with that company, man. So just kind of talk, Rich, a little bit about what the culture is like at Flow Water. And I imagine, and it goes back to what you were saying earlier, that everybody has to be on board with the mission. But it also is important that everyone, you know, works well with one another. So kind of talk about that culture at Flow Water just a little bit, if you would. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I will tell you that of all of the things that I think an early stage founder and entrepreneur has to do, how to pace and navigate around leading the team is among the most difficult because you got to be aggressive enough that you make it, like that you get the plane off the ground. Absolutely. And the reality is, the reality is, the data shows that well over 90% of startup companies don't make it. And they typically don't make it for one of three reasons. They run out of funding, 
e.g. buy a financial runway. There's no product market fit or they have kind of a dysfunctional breakdown or non-performance of the team and particularly leadership team. Those are the three reasons that capture 80% of the reasons why early stage startup companies don't make it and the majority don't. And so when you're going against all odds, you have to be performing at kind of insanely high levels. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to get everything right. In fact, you're not going to get a lot of things right, especially early, early on. So I find this topic to be not only among the more interesting ones as it relates to business, I also find it kind of day to day, one of the most difficult ones because there's a really fine balance, whether you're coaching or leading something or, uh, you know, leading a company or, you know, any number of other initiatives, endeavors and nonprofits probably fall into the same category, which is how hard do you press the team and how assertive and aggressive are you? versus, you know, how much do you make sure that you can kind of bring the team along with you as well. And so there's a few things that I, I can tell you culturally that I care a lot about. Uh, and I'll give you, I actually have a list. Uh, I'm not going to go through the whole list, but I actually just developed this as kind of a redefinition for 2020 and our revised strategy for 2020. And I put together kind of expectations of all of us as, uh, as leaders, as well as employees. Uh, and there's kind of a list of 10 things that I think are really uh, materially meaningful to the culture of the organization. I'll share a, uh, a few of them. One I already referenced, which is what does great look like? And that is a really tough thing. If you don't like having hard conversations with people, and frankly, most of us don't, most right. of my, my teammates probably would be surprised to hear me say that because they might be like, well, gosh, <laughs> like Raz has hard conversations with me all the time. <laughs> they might say, I think he enjoys it. Gotcha. I actually don't enjoy it. It's, it's not fun. I mean, you don't want you don't want to see people. I look at it as number one. I do not want to see individuals fail. Like I will be just just in certain cases. You know, sometimes you know you can't you can't take every single thing someone does that you don't like, you don't think is right. Sometimes you don't know. And other times, like people are just going to make mistakes and they're going to screw up. But but one is really around having candor with them of this is great because you want them to be successful. Now, they might not always feel that way in that moment, but what does great look like in performing at great levels? And great doesn't always mean it's successful, by the way. I think sometimes people think, oh, great must mean I knock it out of the park every time. No, that's not the case at all. Right. Like the reality is sometimes you're gonna do things and they're gonna be radical failures, even though you did a great job at identifying it, executing against it, and it just didn't work for whatever reason. Um, so one is, like really taking accountability around delivering great quality work. Uh, and that's, you know, one of the cultural expectations uh, at, at the company. Another one is straight talk. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't I'm, I'm doing a pretty good job so far. My mom will be super proud. I haven't said any profanity, but I, I will continue <laughs> forward with that. <laughs> Oftentimes after these podcasts, my mom will send me a text and somehow she finds these podcasts. Like I think she literally has a Google search for me on like Rich Raz Gators podcast or something and she gets yeah. notification. And so she, she, I, I once did a, I'll tell you a quick funny story. I once sure. did a TEDx talk in uh, Detroit, mm -hmm. uh, which was a lot of fun because I grew up in Ohio, but also we donated uh, for water retail stations in the city of Flint. And I was talking a little bit about the water crisis. And That's I, awesome. I, I sent the link to my mom and, you know, I was like, thought uh, she's going to be such a proud mom. And I did drop an F-bomb unplanned during my TEDx talk. And she sent me a text after and she said, 
She said, you did a really nice job in your TED Talk, but I think you should use some of your super duper clean water to wash your mouth out with soap. <laughs> and so <laughs> moms and dads have this ability of bringing you back. And so now every time I do a podcast, I'm pretty mindful of like my language and I try not to, not to let it loose. So gotcha. I will give you the other kind of cultural expectation is no bullcrap, right? Which is right. straight talk. And it, the, the, the topic really in the, the expectation is straight talk in that you know, one of the biggest risk factors that we all have is time and clarity and understanding. And one of the things that happens when you're in a bigger company, you know, you kind of run, you kind of get rewarded by not fouling up. Like the way that people kind of run their bit, not that people don't want to play to win in a big company, but pe more people in a bigger company or safer environment simply play not to lose or not to get embarrassed right. or not to screw up as opposed to play to win. And in a startup environment, you're playing to win. You have to play to win, otherwise you're gonna fail. Right. And when you're playing to win, you know, it requires kind of unbridled, clean, crisp communication, no BS. And, and you know, what I love more than anything is when someone comes to me and say, hey, this is what happened. I screwed up on this. This is how I'm gonna dial it in. Here are my recommendations. Because then, then I don't have to worry. Like, well, do they get it? Do they even understand what's going on here? Are they taking accountability? Why are they like trying to gaslight me on this? Like, because all that stuff drives me into a, a total tailspin because they're risking the company. And so, having having real crisp clarity of communication and no BS and tell me like it is, and we'll deal with the facts. I had a boss once tell me, if you have a problem and you keep it to yourself then you have a problem. He said, if you have a problem and you tell me, then we have a problem. Gotcha. And I thought it was a really good way of kind of re-articulating, like we, we need to have the problems be our problems. We need to make sure that we know what those are. Like part of the reason why we're dads, man, you right. know, is like to kind of like tease our kids a little bit, right? And uh, uh, the second is, you know, it's, uh, there was a great article. I, if I can find it, I'll send it to you. There was a great article about the human behavior elements um, that was written up in Wall Street Journal about why dad jokes kind of work as social bond, but it ends up, uh, you know, I think it's one of these things that as much as your kids end up like being embarrassed or annoyed by it, it ends up being social glue and kind of a form of, of, uh, of connectivity. And then spontaneous man is the best. I mean, like this is where, you know, I look at so many of my experiences with my daughters and, and this is probably a truism for life. I mean, I, you know, I, I could probably relate this to business strategy or like kind of my personal life planning, which is however much stuff I have planned out and I'm a big planner. That being said, some of the most amazing magical experiences have been those that have happened in the moments, like in the margins that right. were opportunities I had no idea would exist. And I can look back on the company and look at 10 events that I would love to take credit for, but they kind of just happened. Like gotcha. they happened not magically, like, you know, miraculously. I mean, they happened because we were doing activity, but they happened through kind of unintended mechanisms. And so much of dad jokes ends up being that, right? Which is like living, this is the value of, and I, I've, I've had to learn some tough lessons. I mean, I think earlier on in my, you know, first three or four years of Flowwater, mm -hmm. I did not, uh, maybe it's the first couple of years of flow water. I didn't do a good job of balancing time with my kids I and I was kind of ending. I, 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 you know, in full transparency, I had a wife that, uh, at the time after 17 years of marriage filed for divorce. Gotcha. And I kind of thought at the, for a period of years, I thought, Oh, like, 
her investment in the kids is my investment in kids and vice versa. So like, I'm going to go focus really on starting this company and spending some time with the kids. Gotcha. Um, but you know, she had disproportionate and then someday you realize, well, shoot, like it doesn't work like that. Like my relationship with the kids, even when families stay intact, like every dad needs to have a really connected bond in as much as possible with his or her uh, and, or, and mom, his or her uh, children. And so I am, I've become a huge fan of, finding time in the margins where that's where the magic of dad jokes occurs as well as the magic of relationship building is kind of an unplanned time are you a dad i didn't i I, I didn't catch i didn't catch that prior to the 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 interview but i I didn't see that in your background but are you a dad i am a a dad of three i have a a, a old i have two teenagers a 14 year old boy a 12 year old young lady and i have a seven year old so i'm all about dad jokes all about dad jokes awesome (laughs) for sure so (laughs) for sure so no we're gonna go ahead and and start wrapping up once again just want to say thank you so much for coming on uh, the startup life you gave amazing content amazing value that our uh startup nation can definitely put in their entrepreneurial toolkit on their path uh to entrepreneurship but man i'm actually going to turn the microphone over to you because there's an entrepreneur out there that's feeling a little stuck in their business you know you know considering everything that's going on or man they're afraid to even start give us some words of, of encouragement to take us on out for today if you would rich let's uh let's use the discouragement and the uncertainty as kind of the catalyst for the discussion because uh, that, especially under uncertain circumstances, can lead to a lot of paralysis. I think I would give you a couple words of encouragement around a few things that you can do. Number one, first of all, um, what you're feeling at any given moment is what you're feeling at any given moment, but those emotions will pass and are not indicative of what life really is like or what life will be like tomorrow, next week, the next month, the next quarter. And so, you know, one of them is kind of getting comfortable with the flood of highs and lows that we all feel as entrepreneurs and knowing not to over respond to any one particular of those emotions, but they are just that, just emotions at that moment in time, but they're not the whole movie. They're just a scene, a super quick scene in a movie. And, you know, we're kind of getting a lot of those scenes right now, but that's, that's one is to have a little bit of disassociation around it. And the second is, you know, I think like with everything, I mean, I, I'm very, I'm generally very regimented on the eating, my nutrition, because if I'm not, like there's not enough donuts in a donut shop to satisfy me if I fall off the grid, right? I mean, I'm just like, I, I'm like pretty binary in that way. And I think one of the things that we can tend to do, and this could be productivity, this could be meetings, this could be getting distracted with like reading too much articles as it relates to COVID, thinking that that's really going to help us manage our business when what we really need to be doing are other things or watching Netflix or not working out or whatever it is, is making especially sure that you are fixated on doing the things that you know that you need to do that will help create these positive cycles of momentum. What that means? Well, like getting up early enough so that you can have a productive day. If you're not a morning person, you're probably not going to get up at 5 a.m. with me. But like making sure that you're not sleeping until like 8, 8 30, 9 a.m., 10 a.m., uh, which, you know, I'd like to say, I think most entrepreneurs are not doing that. But at the same time, like when you're by yourself, depending on the stage, you know, it's really easy to start to slip on stuff and like you feel bad and you then do worse behaviors. And I think what I've learned in life is uh, one of my, my life mottos is uh, M-E-D-M, make every day matter. And what I've learned is that if I, if I am doing the right things that I know are good for me, soulfully, physically, emotionally, intellectually, my, my emotions will follow. 
It will follow the patterns of the behaviors. So I think this is an opportunity for us. And I look at all this stuff as a task, right? When I look back in every life lesson that I've ever learned that's meaningful has been through this series of some really what felt like eviscerating crappy tests. And to some degree, we're missed that right now. Some people are in a worse one than others, but we're all under that. And I look at this as this is kind of like ironing, sharpening iron right now right. where we're getting a life lesson and we're going to get the, we're going to get to put some skills to work and we're going to learn a few things along the way. Absolutely. We're going to get humbled and reminded, reminded of what really matters, but it's also a life test for how can we develop the tools of resilience that help us achieve what each of us individually are destined to do with our lives. I hear that. I hear that. Thank you so much. And that's going to wrap up this session of the startup life. Thank you so much for coming on, my man. I really appreciate it. And startup nation, as always, if you have an idea, be about that life, the startup life. If you want to let us know what you think about our show, have an idea for a show topic, or would like to advertise on our show, send us a message on the startup life podcast, Facebook page. And while you are there, like and follow our page as well. It's a great way for us to engage with you, Startup Nation, and really grow our community. The link is there in the show notes. Subscribe to the show as it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, or even on your Facebook timeline or any other platform you like to get your podcast. If you are listening on Apple Podcasts and you find our content valuable, please give us a five-star rating as it will help us climb the charts and help more people find our show. You can also listen to the show on the Startup Life Podcast new website. There you will find the all-new Startup Blog where I write on many topics that are interesting and helpful to you on your path to entrepreneurship. And hey, if you have an idea, be about that life, the startup life. This episode of The Startup Life is tucked in nice and tight by Philip Stein and the Philip Stein Sleep Bracelet. Startup Nation, getting quality sleep is super important, especially for those of us as entrepreneurs. I know for me, if I don't get enough quality sleep, not only do I not perform well while working in my business or exercising, but also it really affects my mental health and that doubt starts to creep in. And that's the last thing we want as entrepreneurs. Also with everything going on, good quality sleep is important to repair the body and support a good immune system. And that is why Startup Nation, I wear the Philip Stein Sleep Bracelet. The Philip Stein Sleep Bracelet uses natural frequency technology to reinforce our biomagnetic field to improve deep sleep, length of sleep, and overall sleep quality. This helps produce a healthier heart, regulate weight control, and helps strengthen the immune system, which helps destroy bacteria and viruses. Right now, when you go to philipstein.com, use code SLEEPEZ, and you will get 10% off the entire store. That's promo code SLEEP, capital E, capital Z. So if you are ready to be more productive in leading your business, go with the Philip Stein Sleep Bracelet, proven to be natural and safe to give you a better, deeper sleep.